Polar bears. You know them, you love them. Most Canadians do. They are among the most iconic animals in Canada, far and away. And there there's only about 25,000 of them left on Earth. And, believe it or not, most of them are in Canada. But the numbers have been dwindling slowly but surely. A report out this week into the state of things for these incredible animals doesn't look good. The headline... A diminishing ice in the Arctic means that the bears are spending more time on shore. And as a result, they're facing starvation. A number of these bears were monitored. Lead author of the study, Anthony Pagano, says the bears did what they could. They ate anything they could find until the sea ice finally allowed them to get back out and hunt for seals. But every single one of them that tried to adapt, tried to find new ways, ended up losing weight. You know, polar bears are the largest bear species in the world. Their body size means that they have a very high energy demand. They really need, you know, a high energy diet. The foods available on the shore and most of the parts of their range are, are pretty low in, in energetic content. And pretty much all of the calories that the bears typically would get come from seals. Seals, they hunt on the ice in Hudson's Bay, but things have changed over the years. Um, Andrew DeRocher is a professor of biological sciences, University of Alberta, and a foremost expert on polar bears, and uh, delighted he could join us now. Andrew, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. So these news about, or this news that came out in this report about polar bears, I guess we probably shouldn't call it news, right? I mean, researchers, people in your field have been talking about this for years now, correct? Yeah, it's actually probably more like decades now. But I think one of the really nice things about uh, this new study is it's kind of like a one-stop shopping for the impacts of climate change on polar bears. So it's a really elegant study. And they took a whole bunch of different elements and put them all together uh, and gave us some novel insights. But they really just confirmed a lot of the things that we already knew. But a lot of data, right? I mean, they tracked a bunch of different bears and, and saw, I mean, we, we know how far they traveled to try and find food. So now we've got really detailed data about exactly what's going on. Exactly. I mean, this study, they had 20 animals that they followed. And what they one of the really neat technologies, they actually put uh, video cameras on these bears on a collar. And so they could follow what these bears were doing when they were making some of these uh, movements around in the area. And like they had one bear that swam offshore, went way out into the bay, probably smelt a dead whale out there um, and actually tried to eat it. So it's a dead beluga whale. And, and I mean, the bear just couldn't eat it. It, it it's just bobbing around. It's like bobbing for seals. It's not an effective way to eat. Um, but they showed other bears trying to eat berries, and we've known this for decades. But what it really shows is that for every day that the bears are on land, they lose about a kilogram of body mass. And, I mean, I, I was surprised to find out. I, I was up in Churchill in November and had a chance to, you know, learn a lot about polar bears. Um, virtually all the calories they consume for the entire year happen during the winter when they're out on the sea ice, right? I mean, that's basically all that they consume. And other than that, they live off those reserves. Yeah, I, I, you know, one of the best way to think about these bears is they're like, they're essentially fat vacuums. They go around out on the ice, they kill seals, and they kind of peel them like a banana. They're not really interested in the meat or the skin. They really want that thick blubber layer, and that's what really works for them. And, you know, we've got polar bears. A 500-kilogram male can eat up to 100 kilograms of fat in a single meal. And out of that, about 90 kilos goes right into their own fat cells unmodified. So they just balloon in the springtime, and then they work off that energy for the rest of the year. Now, this report says that ice-free 
periods in the bay. I mean, the ice does show up, but the time that it's there gets smaller and smaller all the time. Now, you know, down by three weeks per year. How significant are those three weeks? What's the time frame we're talking about? Well, you know, so far, the bears are doing okay. This population has declined, uh, the Churchill population, by about half over the last few decades. So we've got some concerns. Some of that loss is also from harvest. So this population is hunted in Nunavut. Um, so, but our concerns longer term is three weeks is not a critical problem for an extra amount of time. You need about an extra 20 kilograms of body weight to survive that. But it's the concern going forward. If we look another three decades ahead, um, this population might lose yet another three weeks. And then it's starting to ask a lot for bears to come ashore 40 kilos heavier when we also know that the ice is breaking up earlier and that's starting to get into the feeding period when the bears are putting on weight. Yeah, so they're just being squeezed. Is it the same around the world? Are we different in some way when it comes to our sea ice or is this pretty much being replicated in Norway and wherever else the bears are found? Well, you know, there's 19 different populations across the Arctic and there's 19 different scenarios playing out. Some of them are doing okay for now. Some of them are just fine and actually increasing a bit. Um, we have three that we have well-documented declines in abundance. Um, but it really is, there's no one size fits all. It depends on the ecosystem, how fast the ice is disappearing, how many different prey species an area has. We're here, I mean, I've heard some stories about polar bears. Like, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, zoos are starting to bring polar bears back. Of course, polar bears are back in the Calgary Zoo. And I think for a while, a lot of people would have never thought that was happening. But it's almost a, a matter of conservation at this point, right? Because bears die each and every year uh, in, in Canada because because of this survivability issue, right? There's some interesting things happening in that uh, Manitoba Churchill population. One of them is that we're finding a lot of orphan cubs. Yeah. And that's the source of these animals for uh, the zoo. So a lot of them end up in in Winnipeg at the Cinnaboyne Park Zoo. Um, but it's nice that Calgary was able to pick up a few of the bears there. And, and they do adapt to captivity. They're not the easiest animal to maintain. Um, and right now, I would argue that they're mainly there as a conservation ambassador telling us, you know, people like to see bears. I saw my first polar bear in a zoo in, in Vancouver Stanley Park mm-hmm. a long time ago. Um, and so I think um, we can keep them in captivity longer term, perhaps at the end of this century, we might be looking towards uh, bears in captivity for perhaps maintaining genetic diversity, but we're nowhere near that sort of okay. stage yet. That's good. That's good to hear. Because we do hear a lot of dire predictions about where we are and where we're going. And obviously we are headed in a in the wrong direction, but maybe not quite as desperate as, as it could be. That's exactly right. I mean, our best analyses are we will have polar bears in the high Arctic islands of Canada and parts of Greenland out to the end of this century. Um, the big challenge, of course, is going to be for the more southern populations, yeah. which are losing ice quite steadily. So there there are conservation concerns, and, and they certainly won't occupy the full range that they do today. So there are some conservation concerns going forward. But mainly we talk about three generations of polar bears, about 30 years into the future is where we start to get quite concerned about these uh, southern populations. Andrew, thank you so much for your time. Great information. I really do appreciate it.